Hello and good evening everybody. We are live. There's been another TV BBC presenter news story that we're going to get to. But we had Professor Tim Wilson on a couple of weeks ago and the viewers were absolutely crazy saying you got to get Tim back on, got to get Tim back on. So here he is and he's almost at 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So please go down and subscribe to his channel. The link to his YouTube channel is at the top of the description box below this video. And we're going to get into, I'll just read the headline. Stephen Nolan apologizes for sharing explicit images of shamed reality TV star Stephen Burr. As BBC Radio 5 Live host says he is deeply sorry, insists he was talking to a long-term friend and peer outside of work. And I've got to admit, I was on Stephen Nolan's show 10 years ago. I had a good experience with him. I ended up, a lot of people contacted me from out of Ireland who follow him and became followers of mine. So I did have a very positive experience with him. And what he's done it is something that he shouldn't have done. But I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as some of the other things we've heard recently from other presenters that involve young teenagers. But anyway, we'll get Tim Wilson's viewpoint on that. I saw, Tim, that you have, and a huge thank you for coming back, I saw that you did start to cover this story in the last few days. What were your opening thoughts? Well, I thought there were parallels uh, all, all the way through it. And, and the bits, what, once again, the bit that I'm interested in is the bit that BBC and mainstream media doesn't seem to be so interested in. Uh, mainstream media and the BBC is really excited by anything slightly sort of uh, lascivious. So they so they like the idea of photographs being sent around the place, whoever they may be of. Uh, and, the, and the fact that it's a man sending photographs of a naked man, I suppose that that fits in with the with the with the, with the theme which has been ongoing all the way through this crazy summer. Uh, but 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 I think there are. I, I, I've, I've, I've been looking into this today, and I, and I think there's about four different issues lying behind this. Um, uh, you know, well, three different issues other than the photographs themselves. Uh, one is the is the role of um, Stephen in, in 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 Northern Ireland media, uh, and and the, and the fact that he's managed to irritate both sides of the community. Uh, the other mm. one is this issue about. Um, uh, I, I, I think I think in the old days, when, when when people didn't used to come into the theatre, people would talk about papering the house, and he's been paper. Or there are allegations that that the uh, that the studio has been papered with studio staff who have been acting as some sort of um, <laughs> uh, egging people on. Uh, uh, so that, that's the second thing. I, I, I think they're actually called rah rah. Um, <laughs> And calling the audience a bear pit, and and of course the audience is a very important part of any show, whether you can see them or not. Our audience, um, as you know, Sean is 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 our bread and butter, really. Um, and and I I love the fact that uh, the people feel free to write comments which they know I would disagree with, and I I just think, but that's the debate. That's that's what we want. Uh, and, and there's very few times when I would say, no, I don't want to hear that. No, I don't want to see that. Uh, very few times. I, I, I think the moment you start 
cutting people off. You cut off debate, and that debate then goes underground, and that must be that's extremely bad. But anyway, the third thing is the allegations of bullying, which apparently have not been upheld. But that, but that, um, but but that sort of patterner of um, of aggressive behaviour lies behind the Schofield story, lies behind the uh, Hugh Edwards story. And, and and it's certainly bubbling along here as well. And 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 of course, you've also got the James Martin, the TV chef story, where where it's explicit. And I think we come back to the issue that we're looking at um, people with considerable power. Because if the government isn't doing its job, if the opposition isn't doing its job, that job falls to the media. And so the media is embracing that power. And of course, everything. Everything is is potentially going wrong because there isn't enough control to stop that bullying process. And then you've got the issue of the two explicit photographs, not just one photograph. I mean, two, two explicit photographs. Well, you know, does he have a whole book full of these things? Where, why does he have these photographs? And, and, and that's another question which isn't being asked. But let's get back to these when you, you we need the narrative first, Sean. You're in charge of that. All right. We're going to take a closer look at the article. And if we've got time, there's also a second article about Stephen Burr. But we'll see what we get through. And viewers, at any time, we are live. So please put any questions you've got for Tim in the chat. Try and keep them for now to the TV presenter subject. If you've got questions about Nolan, Hugh Edwards, Schofield, etc. Um, at the end, we can go to general questions. All right, so here's what the mail has said today. Nolan said he is deeply sorry. Following claims, he shared a beep photograph with staff. The Radio 5 host allegedly sent the image of reality TV star Stephen Burr's, let's just say man parts, to colleagues in 2016, while he was trying to get them to book the celeb as a guest on his TV show, Nolan Live. Burr? A former celebrity Big Brother winner was jailed for 21 months earlier this year after being convicted of, let's just call it, revenge videos and voyeurism. Nolan addressed the reports in the Irish News during this morning's show on Radio Ulster, telling the audience, We have had days, as you probably know, of headlines about me and the Nolan team in the papers this week. I'm not ignoring the story. It is just that the BBC has processes in place to deal with staff complaints, and I do need to totally respect those processes. They have got to be confidential for them to work. I can say one thing, though, and it is that I am sorry. There was a photograph. It was widely available on the internet, and I was talking to a long-term friend and peer outside of work. I am deeply sorry. So, this is a really strange scenario, isn't it? You've got a guy convicted and in prison for filming his girlfriend and him and then putting it on a certain website and making money off it without her permission. And Nolan is insisting that this guy come on and he's sending his staff pictures of the man's privates saying, if, if he doesn't, if you don't get him on soon, I'm, I'm going to send you more pictures like this. How, how on earth does this come about? Can, 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 can I drop in there? There's two, there's two issues which... Um... Which, which which I think are interesting. Number one, uh, I understand allegedly there were two photographs. So this is a rather, this seems to be a rather disingenuous 
uh, apology. Uh, if, um, if Nolan is saying there's only one photograph, maybe it's one photograph that's been reproduced twice. But, you know, there seems to be a lot of potential reproduction going on here, um, whether filmed or not. And, but, but the, and, he, and he's very keen to say, well, it was a freely available on the Internet. I don't know which Internet sites he goes to, but I certainly, <laughs> I certainly can't find these photographs freely available on the Internet. Um, and, um, but, 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 but the second thing is, uh, you, 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 mentioned, uh, you mentioned the site and you were very coy about um, the, um, I, I don't know how we refer to it, as you, don't, you don't want to refer to it, I don't want to refer the, to the, it. The site, OF, OF. OF, OF, there we are, OF. Yeah. And, uh, you, you, you know, there was a, there was a thing called, um, uh, I, I can't remember what it was called, Fans Alone or something, where, 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 uh, which, I was a, where, which I was a part of, and people paid £20 for me to say happy birthday, which was lovely. Um, but I, I kept getting it confused with the OF side. <laughs> and somebody did ask me if I was on OF, and I said, oh, yes. <laughs> they looked rather shocked. Um, no, I'm not on OF. I, 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 but, but, but I know reality TV stars who are, because when you've been a reality TV star, what do you do afterwards? It's extremely difficult to work out what you do, because, um, you know, there isn't a proper career trajectory. So I have a lot of sympathy for Stephen Bear's um, uh, OF linkage. But, but at the same time, this idea of the sort of revenge photography, he, he, he photographed his girlfriend and himself um, uh, rogering or whatever. I, I don't know what the best term is there. That's fine. Um, Rogering's fine. I, I, rogering will do, won't it? And, um, uh, and, and, and then told her afterwards that he'd take it, that, that, that this was covered by some sort of uh, camera trick. Um, again, there are parallels, are there not? Um, we're, we're, we're looking at hidden cameras, and, uh, and and she said, "Well, if that gets out, there'll be trouble." And he uh, apparently, in the court case, he um, uh, she, she said that she knew that he'd passed photographs to one of his friends that day, and then later she learnt that it was tr uh, um, uh, trundling around the internet on the OF site. Um, well, it's scandalous. And, and I think this was by the time that their relationship had fizzled out. Now, she was, um, I, I, I've got to add as, again here, she's also a reality TV star. She was on a, a show called The, the Only Way is Essex. And, uh, and, and, and that's a very strange programme, which is heavily scripted. Uh, and, and, and again, if you get people together, then, uh, th then you can avoid uh, using a script editor... <laughs> And you can avoid writing script because you can just literally put them in a place and, and expect that script to occur. But, but of course, there always is a script editor. There always is a script. And, and in this case, they're fed more lines than even we were fed. Um, but it's all about, this story is all about uh, the humiliation of somebody with whom you're no longer having a relationship. And this is extraordinary. And the, this was the line I think the judge pointed out that... Um, uh, you know, it's um, it, it, it's appalling behaviour. Now, um, yeah. So, 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 I, so I think that appalling behaviour occurred after uh, occurred after Nolan was involved in trying to get him on the show, and and when he got him on the show, uh, are, are you where they both ended up in their underwear? Yeah, I saw the pictures of that today. I've refrained, <laughs> refrained from. 
Um, I mean, I I don't know what's worse. Is 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 Mr. Nolan trying to get a to, to get an OF following as well? Um, but <laughs> or did he have I, a crush? I, did he have a crush on the guy? <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 it's a little bit sordid, but in the end, you come back to this issue of power, and uh, and 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 Mr. Nolan. Is incredibly powerful when you when you look at the amount of money that he is earning, and um, and 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 he sort of dominates Northern Irish broadcasting. He, I think now that Hugh Edwards has uh, moved on, uh, we're being so cautious today, aren't we? Um, now that now that Hugh Edwards has moved on, uh, Stephen Nolan is the highest paid journalist dash presenter. In the BBC, I, I think he's 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 earning four hundred thousand odd from the BBC contracts, but 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 he's also earning more independently as well because he's got his uh, his production company and bits and pieces going on. So uh, it's it's a staggering amount of money. I think it's I, I think it's Gary Lineker, the lovely Zoe, Alan Shearer, and then and and then it's uh, Stephen Nolan. That's the that's the list. So 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 we're. Uh, you know these scandals are taking off. These people right at the top. We, 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 we've had a scandal with Gary Lineker, which he survived. We've had a scandal with Hugh Edwards, which he didn't survive. Um, there will be no scandal with Zoe because she's simply gorgeous. Um, but Alan, Alan, who is Alan Shearer? <laughs> I should, I should know Alan Shearer, shouldn't I? Who is he? Alan Shearer is. Let me Google this. While I Google that, let me give you the question. Do oh, you on. think there is more to come about Stephen Nolan and his behaviour? This is a question from Blitzer. Well, I think so, yes, because he's already been evasive about how many photographs. And and and, and somebody at some point is going to put these two reports together. That uh, There is a report in the internet saying it's two photographs and he's saying it's one. Well, what is it? So so that is that, that eventually that is going to have to be ironed out. Um, maybe it's two photographs which have been seen twice, and maybe it's one photograph seen twice. That's my that's my summary. But we also have to ask, how did he get that photograph? I don't believe it's as it's as freely available on the internet as he claims. Um, They're laughing at us for not knowing who Alan Shearer is. I don't watch TV and I don't watch football. And Alan Shearer is an English football pundit and former professional player who played as a striker. Oh, there we are. Striker, not streakers. <laughs> we have to be so careful with our vows. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 so, I'm so sorry to the people watching. I, I, I'm not a football pundit at all. Um, but I do know, I do know about the, uh, the lionesses. And, 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 and I am concerned that Prince um, William isn't going off to Australia to support them. Or Rishi Sunak. And, and as far as I know... The, the the culture, media, and sport secretary of state hasn't um, hasn't made any noise, but she doesn't make any noise generally. Her name is Lucy Fraser. If you want to write to her, write to her and say ask her when she's got her ticket booked. <laughs> Don't get us started on Prince William; it'll never end. All right, so <laughs> we are talking about Stephen Nolan apologising today. He sent some pictures to staff members pertaining to getting Mr. Burr on the show, and they were pictures of Mr. Burr's privates. 
something you think that someone on 400 grand a year would be dotting his I's and crossing his T's and not letting his guard down for situations and scandals like this. Anyway, continuing the story. Um, Burr had just won Celebrity Big Brother at the time when Nolan allegedly sent a photo, the mail saying, we're, we're alleging that there's two. Texts and documents leaked to the Irish News reveal Nolan had said, I want Burr. Adding in another, if I don't get Burr tomorrow night, I'm sending more Burr photos. When he eventually appeared, both he and Nolan stripped to their underpants during a segment on modelling. But today, Nolan <laughs> rejected an allegation that he or his team have been manipulating programmes by planting producers in the studio audience. Is that the old clacker strategy? He said, I'm telling you now, and I can say this on the record, that this is completely categorically false. We do not do that in the Nolan team. As Professor Tim pointed out, he's the fifth highest paid talent at the BBC, earning 400000 plus per year, which is almost half a million dollars. The newspaper report said that a former member of staff had made a claim of bullying harassment against Nolan, which was not upheld, and that messages between team members on programmes associated with the star included abusive remarks about politicians. In a statement early this week, BBC Northern Ireland's director Adam Smith said, There are important considerations of fairness and confidentiality involved in the handling of any workplace-related complaint. We take these obligations seriously and in the interest of everyone involved. It is for these reasons that we cannot comment on the specifics of any individual case, who, what it may have involved, or its outcome. So... <laughs> well, that's very convenient, isn't it? Um, I've, I, I've got a little bit more to add to that, by the way, because when, um, when, when the BBC first reviewed this issue about the... Um, a, a clack about the people uh, being in the uh, in, in the audience. Uh, they said that they, um, they they didn't deny that this was going on. They simply said it was. I think the words they used were improbable, and that they were not aware of the of this issue. So uh, so Stephen um, Stephen Nolan has now gone a little bit further, which is welcoming. Um, but uh, I I wonder if it was wise. Um, I, 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 I know very often people do paper the house, but it, it may not necessarily, it may have been quite innocent. Uh, there may be an explanation for it. Well, it's, it's like online, people buying fake views, subscribers, that kind of thing as well. It's, it's prevalent everywhere, I think. Anyway, you've got a question from Sego Guitarist. How is this becoming an epidemic seemingly? Is it indicative of the type of people who get to the top or is it an issue with how the, these studios handle their staff? Well, I think I, 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 what a brilliant question, actually, because it because it's both things, isn't it? It's um, the type of people who get to the top are the type of people who are clearly, um, well, they clearly have very good agents, or they're or they're they're pushy enough to um, to get there, and they are going to stay there, come hell or high weather. Uh, now. Um, these are the stars and the programs have been made around them. So it's very difficult to get rid of that star because you get rid of the star, then you get rid of the program. And th this morning is suffering that at the moment. I don't know whether this morning will survive. 
in its new reincarnation. And uh, it's the, the the star is the program that confers enormous power. And I think uh, I think these people need uh, you, you know the, if the prime minister needs an ethics advisor, so too do television studios desperately uh and the and the uh the 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 stars need more than just simply an agent bullying them up or bullying them up bullying them up is is bullying them up yeah uh they they need somebody telling them what is right and what is wrong and what is wise and i think that isn't there what you've got in this in in a television studio is everybody saying how wonderful you are darling it's not enough because these people are now supporting an entire industry Seagull sends a follow-up question. Also, why is all this coming out now? It seems like there are always whispers or people in the corridors saying we all knew all along. It's a little infuriating that nothing ever gets done. Yeah, well, that, that that's exactly the point. Once one thing came out and, 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 and people realised they could be that daring and pull down somebody as powerful and as big as Philip Schofield... I I I, th- I think it's a free for all, and uh, and also I think there's a um, the, the, there's a scalp hunting um, process here. The, the, there's a fellow called Jamie Bryson who I think contributes for, to the uh, Nolan show, and he says that there's been a witch hunt against Stephen Nolan all the time. Uh, he says it's, it, it's been driven by a desire to damage him for commercial interests or rooted in jealousy, and and that's certainly there. Uh, you you could definitely see um, the witch hunt element in Philip Schofield. As for Hugh Edwards, I can't imagine there was much of a witch hunt against him at all. He seems such a sort of harmless individual. Um, who, who who is the author of his own misfortune, but, um, you know. So, Isabella, I'll just recap for the viewers who've joined on. We are talking about Stephen Nolan. In, he was trying to get a guest on his show, and he was sending pictures of the man's privates to his staff members, saying, if you don't get him on soon, I'm going to send more pics like this. That would be like me getting guest A on, trying to get guest A on the channel, and sending pictures of A's man parts to Ash, because he's dragging his feet, getting A on the channel. I'm trying to psychoanalyze this by putting myself in his shoes. This is not something. I would, this is not a road I would ever go down. I don't see how I, that would. Uh, Sean, I, I don't. Think, I don't think you should be putting putting it in your shoes. You should be putting it in your pants. Um, <laughs> Keeping it in his pants. <laughs> and I, I would be. I would be appalled if this is the way you 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 you, you have been promoting me to be on your show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and la- and, and la- la- later on, when it all comes out, you'll say, oh, it's freely available on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think when Nolan put that in his statement there, and it's freely available on the internet, he's telling people he just Googled this guy's man parts, found them on the internet, and that's where he, how he sourced it? Is he hinting that that's how he sourced it? I think he's getting ahead of the... Of, of, of the question, because the question which, which comes out, you know, does he have a subscription to OF? Um, how how does he how does he get these photographs? Um, so he's answered he's answered that question without us asking it. 
Um, it's freely available on the internet. Well, I, I, I would challenge people to go and find the same photographs. Well, maybe you can now. We've got another question come in from JD. It don't make sense. Why send beep pics to get something done? Was it being sent to all the studio staff? I'm not sure how members, how many members of staff it reached. Do you know, Tim? I well, I I, I believe it, I, I think it was just described as being sent to people. It, it was described as unwanted, explicit photos. So I, I don't know whether everybody didn't want them. I, I, I suppose some people are crying out for photographs of Stephen Beer. Um, <laughs> is, is it beer or beers? Is, is, is it a plural word or a singular word? I don't know. You know what? I have no idea. Um, do you know? I, I, I once I once met some bears on a on 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 a, on a on a on a mountain pass in Albania. They were very small. I thought they were dogs. <laughs> and I went out. I went up to stroke them. And the shepherd who was who was looking after them pushed me away because these these things have got huge mouths and when they open up oh. they're like a sort of elongated cabbage with teeth oh my goodness like like mrs may on a bad day um so <laughs> yeah, Stephen Stephen beer shall, shall we shall we settle on Stephen beer or bear okay let's beer. On. we'll go with beer then shall we like Stephen alcohol beer. Stephen beer like alcohol all right i'm gonna get more into the article then see if we can get any more details after the beer allegations first emerged, former colleagues of Nolan have come forward to paint a mixed picture of the presenter. Quote, once told the Times, the issue is that he doesn't know where to draw the line. He is one of the biggest beasts on the BBC in Northern Ireland and has become a bit of a law unto himself because he is so powerful. Another staffer said they held conflicted views about the presenter, adding... He was a bit of an enigma. The ex-employee said that while Nolan had helped the BBC successfully communicate with working-class audiences that it often struggles to meet, the presenter has a monstrous ego and is surrounded by a group of yes-men. Others, however, praised his good character, citing the time when he paid for his whole team's Christmas party even though he could not attend due to his fame. The most recent string of allegations, which include bullying, are not the first time he has faced controversy during his career. Last year, he was thrown into a transphobia row after his podcast, Nolan Investigates Stonewall, when he received a string of nominations at the annual Audio and Radio Industry Awards. His podcast was widely praised and some suggested it may have played a role in the government's decision to distance itself from the charity in 2021 over its alleged extremist stance on trans issues and hostility to gender-critical opinions. But a group of radio producers threatened to boycott the award ceremony, claiming the podcast contributed to a harmful moral panic surrounding trans people and perpetuates a narrative that creating a safe world for trans people is a divisive issue. He joined BBC Radio Ulster back in 2003 and rose to prominence within the corporation, nabbing countless awards including being named the Royal TV Society's Presenter of the Year in 2005-2006. He now presents a daily weekday morning show on Radio Ulster, the most listened to program in Northern Ireland, and a nightly phone-in show on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So Tim, do you think that as these people rise up the ranks in media, the, you know, the ego becoming inflated is an uh, ingredient in this, 
But also, do you think because, you know, a scandal can ruin their entire careers, some of them perhaps get jollies at doing risky things? Oh, probably. Uh, you, you, you know, you... You remember if you go back to ancient Rome and uh, and, and 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 when and when generals uh, got their parade, they had somebody standing behind them, whispering, "Remember, you are just a man." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and they also had their face painted bright red, which which were, which must have made them look slightly ridiculous as well. I I, I think um, I, I I think the power goes to people's heads, and if you don't have somebody whispering that to you on a permanent basis if all you've got is people telling you how brilliant that show was sir then you have nothing to ground you at all and you're and 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 it's it's stressful doing a tv show it's stressful doing a radio show it's stressful doing something live um you know i know and you 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 need that grounding and uh, may, may, maybe you can maybe you can laugh it off, but if you're doing a news program, there's very little room for a giggle. So so it's a very focused and very concentrated thing. And I remember that he's 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 um, broadcasting to a very divided community, and he's managed to upset both sides. Um, you, you know, um, M Martina Anderson, I think, uh, uh, in 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 Sinn Fein. Um, so, so Sinn Fein have boycotted him, uh, and 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 then the, uh, he 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 stopped an interview with Matthew O'Toole. Uh, that, that meant the SDLP is boycotting him. Uh, and, and what we need in Northern Ireland more than anything is a resolution. We don't need somebody stirring the pot even more. And I think. He gets his numbers by controversy, and who doesn't want a bit of controversy? That makes the, the the show sell. But we need somebody who's a champion for peace and a champion for integration and a champion for conversation and contact. I, I don't know whether I don't know whether Stephen Nolan is the right person for the job, but he's certainly the right person to hold on to the job. You know, he's done that very successfully. We've had a comment come in from JD, which I'll read. He's, he's broadening the scope here to include Savile and the general ethos. So maybe some staff members has recently left and whistleblowed it. The BBC mm -hmm. seems to cover their presenter's behaviour. Look at Savile. It needs to be stopped. Drain the BBC swamp. Do you think there is some kind of something coming from the top? Or, or perhaps there was a, a generation, the Benny Hill generation, uh, moral relativism as, as the BBC's, you know, as society has changed over the years. Do you, do you think that this factors into it and these things were more tolerated by people at the top in the Savile years, but it, it's stricter adherence to, to things now? No, I think it's the same. I think it's the same problem. I, there's a um, th th there's a story concerning Nolan um, in 2021 when he took a Twitter troll who I think whose name was Pastor Jimberall. Um, he took a Twitter troll to court for false and defamatory allegations. He won. And he said, this is a warning. I, he, he made a statement. He said, this is a warning to all trolls. You will be tracked down. You will be caught out. And then in the next line, if I remember correctly, he said that he was, uh, he was very grateful to the support the constant support of the BBC 
who always judged fairly on editorial standards. It, 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 it suggests he can rely on the BBC. The BBC is always going to um, put him first. And, and he's very proud of that. Uh, and on, on the one hand, of course, you want to know that somebody's, that your employer has got your back. But on the other hand, you know, maybe, maybe the BBC is, the BBC is very much aware that he is that program. And the same thing would go for anybody fronting a big television program. They are that program. It's very, so it's very you, dangerous. So if you're being underwritten like that, no matter what risk you take, you're not going to fall too far? Well, I think I think now it's uh, you're, you're going to fall much quicker because big, I, I think it's I think the internet is the decisive change, uh, and I think today even Savile would not have survived as long, um, be, be, because you know there will be there will be things that pop up on the internet and and you just can't avoid them, and and in the end, that that silence that dignified silence we will not say anything. Is it, it, that that's not a route forward, and uh, and there's certainly one person in the middle of a crisis at the moment who is trying that line, and I don't think it's the way. I I, I don't think that's the route. All right, let's continue with the article then. Nolan used his success to boost his salary, which is higher than Today Show presenters Michelle Hussein and Nick Robinson. Speaking candidly about his pay package in 2007, he said, I am fur game and for scrutiny and fur game for conversation. I want to work as much as I can. I want to be the best I can be and I want to earn as much as I can. But then the allegations plunged the BBC into hot water with two of the largest political parties calling for questions to be answered. Sinn Féin spokesman said BBC is funded through a government-sponsored licence fee. There is, therefore, a very clear and onerous responsibility on the BBC to deliver maximum value, transparency and accountability. Recent revelations relating to the Nolan show raise very serious questions for the BBC management, which need to be answered candidly. Audience figures and ratings should never lead to the tolerance of bad practice or inappropriate behaviour by radio and TV presenters. Meanwhile, Gregory Campbell, DUP MP for East Londonderry, said... The scale and significance of the revelations printed today, were they related to any other area of life in Northern Ireland, would undoubtedly be headline news across the BBC. Radio silence just won't cut it, however, in this instance. Many people will obviously question the culture, which appears to be prevalent within the programme, where its presenters have sent unwanted beep images to staff members. This ultimately is an issue of how public money is used in Northern Ireland, and it deserves the same level of scrutiny and questioning, both from the BBC and other sectors of the media. What about the forces of how the public often rips down its idols? We've seen several in a row get toppled recently. Is that a case of that plus new media versus old media? With the, the new media rising up, taking over, and these guys fall in because what they do now just gets spread so viral on the new media Absolutely. that yeah they have no way of hiding it I, I i also think this sort of taking people down um this iconoclasm it, it it's it's a very dangerous thing you know if you can't say anything nice and don't say anything at all but uh 
again, I think we come back to first, first of all, the clear abuse or the, a clear demonstration of power, and uh, and and then probable abuse of power. If you've got too much power, maybe it just goes to your head. Uh, but secondly, uh, the fact that we have a political system that isn't working, and if the political system isn't working, then the uh, uh, so so if the government isn't working. If the government is only doing slogans and isn't actually discussing things, if the government isn't responding to constituents' concerns and is just simply passing back sloganized letters, um, then then you look to the opposition to help. The opposition isn't really focused either. So then you look to journalism. And if journalism is pandering to that vacuum that is the government that is modern politics, then you look to the internet and the internet is only too happy to take over and the internet is broadly speaking i think quite a destructive force so you have to work very hard to try and get some sort of construction now if if we go back to what nolan said i i i i think at one point uh, when when again when he, when, when he was looking at this troll thing he said uh, that people um that the, the, there was a rise of what he called the vile abuse of politicians, journalists, public figures, and private citizens. I think that's everybody, actually. Uh, and it, he said, and it must stop. Um, well, I entirely agree with him. Uh, but, 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 um, but, but then you have to ask if if politics isn't working, if politics, if politicians are not being challenged, and they're the people who we delegate power to to run our country, then who do we how do we challenge them we have to do it with comedy we have to do it with satire we have to do it with political banter and and where does that stop and abuse begin um and if uh if if, if you can't hold politicians to account uh, if they're not engaging and if they're only dealing in slogans and half truths and if the opposition and the media uh is failing then it then it has to be the role of comedians or pundits on 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 YouTube. Uh, it has to be the role of the arts to uh, cock a snook. I can say that, can't I? Um, to cock a snook. So so uh, so 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 I I disagree with him entirely. I I I think um, a, a a certain amount of abuse is necessary. Creative abuse is necessary. Um, and 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 how far should it go? You'd say, oh well, you can only be abusive to the politician. You can't be abusive to the family. Well, yeah, you can't unless the politician brings their family into the political sphere. Um, you know, unless the politician employs them in her office. Um, you know, we know a politician who's who's been doing that. She said she was going to resign. She hasn't resigned. She's got two daughters who she employs. It's not just um, eighty thousand pounds that she's that, uh, that, that she's taking without appearing in the Commons. She's also taking money for the salary for her two daughters. So, yeah, uh, um, nepotistic parasites, I would say, that <laughs> hang on to power and salary after saying they will resign. And um, I, I think the net should be cast wider. Uh, but on the whole, I think um, I, I, I think I think one should one should be careful. I mean, you remember, oh, I, 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 I've, I've got a good one here. I mean, it's it's it, 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 it's like an it's like an uh, oleaginous hand cream has uh, passed its sell-by date. Um, li- uh, limiculous, limiculous, or, or is it limaceous? I don't know. Um, li- li- it comes from the Latin word for limax, for slug. 
and I, and I, I think thinking of thinking of Nadine Dorries as some sort of protoplasm, as some sort of slug that needs ridiculing, ridiculing and cleaning. You know, that, 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 if, if we don't have a, if we don't have a gardener in the House of Commons, we need to do the gardening. <laughs> oh, my <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Oh, you're hurting me here. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, must, I, must, I, must, I must. I must explain. I must explain for the viewers. Sean is in pain. He's hurt his ribs, so he mustn't laugh, and he's hurt his foot. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. So we've had a few questions come in. Do you think that <laughs> Nolan? Do you, do you think Nolan has dirt on the BBC? Oh my goodness! Uh, so is it, this is the same sort of question we got about uh, Dan, Dan Dan Wooten, isn't it? Um, yes. Is, yes. Uh, well, you know, if people are if people are moving in those circles, then they know things. I presume. I I I, I don't know. I can't look into his into his. Uh, Sean, can you look into his head? Does he have dirt on the BBC? <laughs> well, he's been there long enough to accumulate a bit of dust. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if he if, if if he were if if he were looking for slugs, he'd put down salt, um, <laughs> which which takes us to Lee Anderson's salty language. F off back to France. Um, <laughs> Another question here from VB. Nolan never went public with a relationship, and his favourite person is his mother. Just like Savile, is this a coincidence? Oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know about this, but I think anybody I didn't who loves either. their mother is a good thing. Jesus loved his mother, um, so uh, I, 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 I think. Um, I, I, well, you know that. Uh, I, I think, I, I think that question is being a bit coy, um, and, uh, and 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 maybe maybe there's a <coughs> there's a theme running through all these all all these stories, all these scandals, isn't there? Uh, there's a theme about um, uh, lurid stories, uh, potential abuse of power, and a sort of gay undercurrent, which may or may not be identified. I don't know. Casabur's asking, who is this Nolan guy? He's one of the highest paid at the BBC. And the next question, why is he getting £400,000 for reading an cue? Oh, it's very difficult to read an autocue. <laughs> Listen to Angela Rippon. There's a wonderful program that I caught on YouTube the other day about um, uh, about it couldn't happen to a newsreader or something. And it's very funny. And people misreading words and the autocue sticking and, and all the disasters that can happen with the autocue. The autocue is the last part in the news in the newsreader's day. They've all they, they know what they're reading. They've been contributing to the process all the way through that day. And then they uh, and then they. Uh, run, run, run off and sit in front of the auto queue, and as as chaos is mounting, they are calm, and they've got they've got an earpiece which is which which is feeding the live noise of everything going on in the gallery. They can hear people swearing and shouting and cussing while they're talking very calmly about um, uh, the royal family. Real people are clackers. <laughs> Real. <laughs> We've got a question from Isabella. How many scandals and shady stars are the public supposed to tolerate from the BBC? Shouldn't something fundamentally change by now? Hope people won't be desensitised and demoralised by all of this. Well, we're having a jolly good laugh. 
We are, we are at their expense. But I think you know. You can't. By the way, I don't. I don't. Can you have a shady star? This is very astronomical. This is. Oh, you can have a falling, a falling star and a dark star, a shady star. Well, there, there, there we are. We have to. We have to take that back to um, the wonderful, the the, the wonderful uh, pr professor, whatever his name is, who who used to be a band player. Um, I'm sure he'll tell us about shady stars. But yeah, I, yeah. We 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 need to change the system, and we shouldn't have these. I, I, I think we shouldn't have these permanent star performers, star presenters, who are sitting um, pontificating about the news. We need to have a different system because this system creates that power imbalance. And in the modern day, we want to have something a bit more democratic, I suggest. So let's take a closer look at the man with the tallywhacker in question. If you've just joined us, we're with Professor Tim Wilson. Any questions, put them in the chat. We're talking about Stephen Nolan. He's on 400 plus K at the BBC, and he was sending pictures of Stephen Beers, Prince William, to his staff members. So let's look at Mr. Beers' story, shall we? And if we go to earlier this year, his fiance was standing by him despite him being sentenced to 21 months in prison for revenge videos against his ex, Love Island's Georgia Harrison. Mr. Beer is a former celeb Big Brother contestant and he shared the tape of 28-year-old Miss Harrison on the website OF and made £2,000 from it, which is approximately... Two and a half thousand dollars. It was captured on CCTV cameras in Beer's garden on October 2nd, 2020, before being uploaded to the site and also to WhatsApp. Miss Harrison, who appeared on The Only Ways Essex, was devastated by the tape, and a judge said she suffered extensive humiliation and embarrassment at the hands of her beep former lover. At Chelmsford Crown Court, Judge Christopher Morgan jailed Beer for 21 months and gave him a restraining order not to contact Miss Harrison. As he was led to the cells, he was heard saying, Have a good evening. Enjoy your weekends, everyone. And I'm looking at a picture of him now, and he looks like an absolute lost soul. Is, is, is that the picture of him in the fur coat? Yeah, he's got yeah. a a jacket on with a um and, and yeah, it's it's it, it, it's so sad because again there is somebody who didn't have direction and uh, you know en enjoy the weekend. I I I I would question the um uh the the wording there. I don't I don't think she suffered um, humiliation at his hands. I think there was there, there were other there were other members involved in the um in in in, in the source of the humiliation that she. That she was having to endure, but um, you, you know, I, I, I don't. I think you're right. He, I don't think he took it seriously. I don't think. I don't think he. I, um, may, 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 maybe somebody who is uh, who, who who is so so battening on public uh, interest is going to is going to take a prison sentence as just another adventure, just another chapter in his autobiography, and. Uh, I, I, I think um, I, I think he would have a very rude awakening uh, the moment he's taken out of the van and introduced to the to the prison regime, and I, I think that's really sad. 
I know mm. earlier on I, I did say stick to the questions, viewers, uh, on the subject, but now we're in the last 10 minutes, so we're opening up any questions at all for Tim. And the first one that's come in from Underhill, what kind of hat is that? I'm just curious. Oh, I... Uh, mm. I, I, I have a number of hats because I feel my hair gets in the way, and then it's and then I then I look like a I I, I look like a Tibetan terrier or something, and um uh, and and this was a hat which was sent to me by a lady I used to do podcasts with, and she knitted me a scarf and she sent me a hat from Israel. So this is an Israeli hat. My my uh, one of my other hats is a Georgian hat which I'm very proud of, and um and I've also got a Turkish hat which my partner brought back from Turkey this year. Um, I, I seem to collect them, uh, but it, keep, it, it it's there to keep my hair out of my eyes. I, it's, it's clearly not doing a very good job at the moment. Um, but, um, and, uh, yeah, and, and also to reassure me that my hair isn't going to fall out completely, I suppose. I used to have a blue one that, that was similar to that. Yeah, oh, did I, did, I, did I steal it? Um, <laughs> I, tit, 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 tit for tat. Tit for tat. I, see, I see a hat and I think, ooh. Ooh, could I could I wear that? <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any questions at all for Tim, please put them in the chat wherever you're watching this, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. All right, and we're going to keep going with this article then. So, but they're telling us it's Burr, Burr again now in the chat. Beer Burr, whatever his name is, was ordered to sign the Beep Offenders Register and will be subject to notification requirements for 10 years. Despite his conviction and sentencing... Ms. Smith, his girlfriend, vowed to remain at his side through thick and thin, claiming he did not receive a fair trial. She posted a photo of her and him on a social media. Th through thick and thin, my love, I'll see you soon. She shared a video of him outside court prior to sentencing. I love you, I'll always be your side, say strong babe. The truth will come out, you never had a fair trial. During the video, he claimed he had not been given a fair trial and made allegations against jurors. He said... The only good thing that's come from the whole situation is that I got a psychiatric report written about me and told me that I've been diagnosed with ADHD, depression and anxiety. So hopefully I can get some treatment and some help. He wants to share his side of the story in order to give a different opinion on him and hopefully he can spin the narrative. So yet again, um, you know, mental illness playing a role. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so pleased you said that. I was about to say that. We're, we're, we're just having a visit from my cat, by the way. If you hear the strange noises, oh, I haven't got a, can. I haven't got a sheep in the house. I've got, I've, I've got a cat. His name is Bay. <laughs> He's very. I, I think I met. Can we have a up. Can we have a look at Bay? Come on, come, come on. on, come on. Here we are. Here we are, Bay. Hello, Bay. Yeah, he's, he's twenty meow, years meow, old. Meow, he's, <laughs> he's 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 very august and and slightly um i i, I <laughs> he's slightly he's slightly clingy um oh. and um, and and i think faintly um uh faint, faintly drifting into alzheimer's but, so he gets lost in oh. the kitchen. um <laughs> how's, how's his larynx how's his larynx doing oh that's strong that's strong and it works it works through the night as well um <laughs> he's, he's he's extremely he's extremely vocal um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's, but 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 he was a very good companion when I was when when I was on reality TV and I was on the circle. He was there with me. Um, and my uh, mom oh, my, my mum would have my mum would have voted for you. She's a big time cat lady. 
Oh well, you know, she, she was very welcome to. She could she she could vote in arrears, um, but <laughs> uh, what what sort of cats does she have? So right now she's got a rescue cat called Harry, who's a bit depressed. Yeah. But before Harry, we had Suki and Tiggs. Tiggs was like a regular tabby cat. But Suki was half Siamese, and she would beat up all the big cats in the neighborhood. Oh, absolutely! Well, this, yeah, this, this one is Siamese, and he's um, yeah. I, I I try and make sure cats don't, don't come into the garden because he is lethal. Um, yeah, they they're badasses, aren't they? They really are, and they they they, they guard well, their they guard their territory uh, more more effectively than Stephen Nolan. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, I, oh, oh, somebody's asking about UFO stuff. I did a, I did a video about the UFO stuff. Um, oh, did and, you? And it, it's so strange that uh, there was a lot of fuss made about it, and then it came out. It all seemed a bit of a damp squib. Um, but uh, I think the only thing we can say is people are taking it seriously in some form. But we don't. But we don't know what they're taking seriously because so much is still censored. So we, do we have you no think, idea. Do you think there's anything out there, Tim? Yes, yes, I, uh, I, 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 I absolutely. But it may, it may not be um, something we can understand. Uh, but but yes, there, mu there must be something out there. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm in. What is what is the name of the um, uh, of the astronomer man? I, 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 I he's on the tip of my tongue. Nice fellow. Anyway, he he he's he's he he thinks that there's probably not any intelligent life in this um, galaxy, but there's plenty of other galaxies. And um, and and I think he's probably right. But uh, have we been have we been visited? No idea. It just boggles the mind, doesn't it? When you look at the stars and you think, where am I? What am I? What's out there? Yeah, There's so many possibilities. You know, I I and I think I I think that's why one should be extremely indulgent to um, pe people who have theories. Whether these theories are UFOs, whether these theories are religion, whether these theories are, you know, Tolkien fantasies, they're all ways to make sense of the unknown and to give order to, um, to, to what would otherwise become anxiety. I think we can't live a life of anxiety. We have to live a life of faith in ourselves and in others. You know, I, I, think, I think it's a good thing. So that's interesting. You've mused on aliens. What what's the range of subjects you cover on your channel? Oh, anything, anything. I I, I, I don't I don't think there's a subject I wouldn't cover. Um, I, I I look at what's going on during the day, and then I think, okay, I can I can cover that. That's uh, that's interesting. I, I I I'd quite like to get people to to, to discuss things that they don't um, that they don't normally discuss, and I'd quite like people to be a little kinder uh to one another um but 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 not um not not pretend that these I, I don't believe by by pretending something isn't there that it isn't there it's still there so we've got to talk about it and i prefer people and, to talk and you post a lot don't you i looked at your channel today and you had a lot of videos up today today i i feel today i'm 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 a bit short today but i yeah i'm 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 i'm, I'm furious and and, and I, I do a variety of things i mean i think this morning i i start off with one with one of me singing um and there's a few more there's a few more of those coming how many videos do you post oh it varies so i think over the years we've done thousands 
Yeah. Um, we we did a lot on a certain subject that we got in trouble for and had to take all those down. Um, uh, I'll, I'll speak to you, I'll speak to you about that off camera. Well, I'm interested. Um, yeah, but some sometimes when things are moving and shaking, we have up to ten a day. Other times, mm. you know, just one or two. It it, it depends on what the, what the news is and what how much effort everyone's putting in. But you know, Sean, the the, the important thing is we we're 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 part of this um, internet age, and and we need to explore things, and that that's why people come here, isn't it? Absolutely, uh, you know. Um, when I was in America, I went on a reading program, reading psychology and philosophy ah. and argumentation, debate, and all that stuff, and it really expanded my understanding of things i guess before that i thought i knew everything but once i started to read i realized how little i knew and how much there yes. was to learn yes and yeah that, and, and then yeah and when i stumbled on tolstoy's aphorism the highest flight of wisdom is to admit that we know nothing <laughs> that's well it, it's not it's not just tolstoy it's also socrates um allegedly i mean he never wrote anything down uh, but um, you know that, that that starting point is is recognizing your ignorance, and um, and then I think celebrating your ignorance. Ignorance is a good thing. Ignorance is a really good starting point, and and you can build on that. The the really bad thing is is certainty, and certainty is dangerous and and and, and bias. And I think and and that and that takes us back to our man uh, Nolan because he's been accused of bias as well, um, and he may not be yeah. biased. He's certainly certain. Ignorance can free you from dogmatism. Oh gosh, can't it just? Can't it just? But yes. there's, but there's something attractive about, there's something attractive about people who are, who 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 are confident, um, you know, and and who've always got something to say. I, 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 I'm not sure I've always got something to say. I, I'm very comfortable with silence. You wouldn't know it from today, would you? Um, but... I was a consensus, monk. The consensus from the chat is that you're a very charismatic speaker. <laughs> that's, very, that's very kind. When, when I yeah. speak, I mean, I, I would spend a lot of the day in complete silence. And I, I quite that's, like that. That's refreshing. Right, so we do have a video going out at seven, so we're going to have to wrap it up here. Huge thank you. For Tim for coming on at such short notice and spending this hour with us. So please support his work by going down and subscribing to his channel. Let him know you came from here. The link for his channel is at the top. Come on, let's help him get up to 100,000 subs. He's, he's, get, he's, getting, he's getting in close there. And is there anything that the viewers can look forward to on your channel in the coming days? Any plans? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I've got a little song of Suella Braverman singing about uh, Rwanda. And then I've got a little song about um, Jacob Rees-Mogg singing about Albania in Albanian. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, well, this is all this is all photo manipulation, but um, but, but but I hope I hope they will entertain anyway. And they they should come out by the end of the weekend, but they take a bit of time oh. to do. All right, and Jen has asked me just to thank a few more people. Um, as you know, Jen's been in the hospital past two days she's come home for a bit to refresh but we've got to go back they're um, trying to induce labor so tomorrow they got to do something called a sweep and many people have sent gifts to jen uh, from ziggy's baby the baby wish list 
including Linda and Claire and Sharon. So just a shout out to those. Huge thank you. It makes a day when these little parcels come and uh, she's going through so much right now. She's really fed up and she just wants the babies to come out. So stay tuned if you want to watch UK's Most Dangerous Prisoners, Stephen Gillen Part 2. And again, thanks you to Tim and much love and respect wherever you are in the world. Take care out there. Thanks for watching. Cheers.